Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello and welcome to the Intentional Soul, the home for the highly functioning spiritual types out in the world. It is here that we look at the world and ourselves through the lens of higher consciousness, connecting deeply to who and what we really are. Now, my name is Tom Ross, spiritual teacher, healer, spiritual nonconformist, and I am your host for these conversations. On The Intentional Soul, we hear not only from me, but from people who are living intentionally, openly, and authentically in their world. We'll hear their stories of personal transformation while sharing best practices and tactics to help you get the most out of this game called life. Now, nothing is off limits as we seek to expand ourselves and our awareness and live, ultimately, our most authentic lives. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Intentional Soul and our Season 1 wrap-up. And I wanted to say, first and foremost, thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with me at the beginning. This podcast was a leap of faith. This is the first season of The Intentional Soul. It was a process of growth and change for me personally. And when I said yes and I signed on to do this podcast, I had no idea what it would mean or be other than just a feeling that it was the right move. So to borrow Boyd Vardy's phrase in his extraordinary book, I can't recommend it highly enough, The Lion Tracker's Guide to Life, this podcast was the next track. And when I began began recording this season, I had just returned from an entire year sabbatical in the mortgage business. I dissolved when I came back more than a decade of top production in that field and said goodbye to incredible friends and supporters to start brand new again, two businesses in the world. The consequence of that sequence of events, frankly, in retrospect, was confusion and depression. Have you ever had plans, either big or small, which required change, required something big of you, and then the starting gun hits, boom, and you stumble out of the gates? That was me this year. I stumbled out of the gates. Not on purpose, not because I didn't think I had a plan, but because the circumstances in the events were just bigger than what I thought it was going to be. I'd come back into the workforce committed to being open as a spiritual teacher and a healer, as well as being committed to provide for my family. And it seemed to me the most practical way to do the latter was to leverage my 24 years of experience in the mortgage industry. But I was lost and spending months trying to figure out how to reconcile like being both of these things in the world. To me, in my mind, my brain, where I it was feeling like I had to be one at the expense of the other again. Now, I knew that not to be true, but to internalize it hadn't happened yet. I experimented for the first six months of the year, and I tried to smash these two things together. But ultimately, I could never get it to feel whole and integrated. In June, I took a trip to Italy with my children and what turned out to be the rest of the United States who had expiring COVID airline credits and hotel points. So it was a bit, Italy was, was crowded this summer. It was amazing, but it was crowded. That trip unexpectedly 
began what was ultimately a healing process, culminating in me finding myself again back in early July with the help of my small mastermind group. That's actually a long story, an incredibly long and crazy story. Perhaps I'll tell it uh, one day. But by the way, if you don't have a small group of people who push you, challenge you, support you, make you better, I highly recommend starting one. Napoleon Hill outlined the idea of mastermind a million years ago in his seminal book, Think and Grow Rich. I recommend you get you an extraordinary mastermind group. So anyway, my mastermind group helped me bust through in early July the rest of what was going on with a healing uh, process that had started in June. There's a phenomenon that can occur when you've repressed something about yourself for so long, there can be an unconscious backlash against everything that you were, everything you used to be or used to do prior to the self-discovery. So for me, first understanding and then accepting the healer, the teacher part, the spiritual healer teacher part of who I am created this almost compulsive desire to make everything conform or fit into this new identity. And you might think of this like a person who's in the desert, dying of thirst or starving for water. When they get to the oasis, the compulsion is to drink in all of it, to drink all of it, but not just drink enough, but drink all of it. Too much water can make you sick or kill you the same way too little can. And I wasn't doing this intentionally, but unconsciously I was motivated, being motivated to try and make everything spiritual. It was essentially, I was the existentially dying man trying to figure out a way to cram a truth that I denied about myself, both consciously denied about myself and unconsciously denied about myself. I was trying to cram that truth into all the nooks and crannies of my life. And it just wasn't effective. And I knew it wasn't effective. I was confused because I knew it felt like I was forcing something, which was the opposite of what I was trying to do. But it was that conflict was there, that confusion of knowing that, that whatever I was doing was not effective, that confusion created inaction. I was wildly ineffective the first, part, the first half of the year. It was depressing. It was confusing. It took a minute to, to get squared away. I was outwardly trying to start two new businesses, one spiritual healing teaching, one mortgage. But inwardly, I was actually renouncing the one in favor of the other. And that first week in July, or that first, uh, one of the first weeks in, of July, I need to thank my friends, Kristen and Lacey, CG and Cuthberto, Matthew and Marshall, for their support in creating a space where I could access and then forgive release and let go of what ultimately was holding me back, what was keeping me fractured or uh, in my experience of myself. You guys, the future that I'm building now is because you loved me enough to help me through the fire in that week early in July. Thank you from me and my family from the bottom of my heart. I can never repay you for what you did and what you helped me accomplish that first week of July. So suffice it to say, this year has been a continued year of growth. Who would have thought the reintegration after taking a year off would have been the hard part of taking the year off? I thought the healing and grieving that I did prior to starting this year was the most complex part. Turned out I was wildly mistaken. So season one of The Intentional Soul, what you've heard this year has been predominantly stories about transformation, about paths less traveled. You might say that I did the season for me, 
It was a place of newness. I was in a place of newness, uncertain in my life. I'd accepted an unconventional part of myself and I was determined to live intentionally. And this was really my opportunity to learn what was possible by investigating and sharing the stories of men and women who are living intentionally in their world. It's like people farther down the path that I'm walking or people that seem to be walking the same path that I'm walking. I got a chance to interview a bunch of them. So this was a selfish season of podcasts and granted the next one will be as well. However, it'll be a slightly different one. It was a selfish endeavor for me to take this on. But my hope is that you had a takeaway, maybe a tool, maybe a technique, maybe just a story that was inspirational, something in this season that may have resonated with you to giving you permission to risk, to live authentically, to know that there is possibility and that it will all be okay. And I want to express gratitude for the extraordinary guests that we had on season one of The Intentional Soul. Your vulnerability and your willingness to share was inspirational to me on the journey that I am on. You gave me permission to be in the question of this path I'm on. And I want to call out a few individually. Kara Payton, Griff Williams, Laura Chandler, who are kindred spirits and healers in their own right. Moving moving from one life creating a life which is the most authentic expression of their soul. Your stories made me know that I'm not alone in the unknowing, but resolute process of becoming the next greatest expression of myself. Matthew Ferry, Renee Cermak, jean Lore, two old mentors, one new, whose wisdom, humor, friendship, candor has been invaluable to my process of expressing and integrating the spiritual and teacher I am and turning it into a business. Sandra Omerlin and Amira Martin for the raw inspiration of your lives. Raquel Cassian, Kimberly Parker, healers who are out there doing it, who took the leap, who are living themselves in that space successfully right now. And my hype man, Cuthberto Ramos. And my hype men, Zanzibar Vermiglio and Brian North. Everyone needs a Ramos in their corner, and people in your corner who see the possibility in you beyond what you see in yourself. Surround yourself with the right kind of hype men and women. Most especially, Alexandra Renders, Lydia Renders on the podcast, Alexandra Renders, who manages wealth and is a channel and a medium and is both of these things openly in her world. Her existence, her very existence in this world was an answer to that fundamental gnawing question when I started the beginning, started this year, that gnawing question inside me that said, will this be okay? Will this turn out all right? Can I be a karmic healer over here and be a mortgage guy? Will I be rejected? Will I be renounced? Is this possible? And Lydia's existence, Alexandra's existence is a visible example of the answer yes to that question. I can be both a karmic healer and a mortgage broker in my world. One does not have to exist at the expense of the other. Both are who I am, what I'm doing, and they serve different functions in my life. Since we started this podcast, I've worked privately with more than 17 individuals and taught two weekend events I call Quantum Leap, where I give people an experience of the phenomenon called karma how it affects their experience, and I teach them how to release it in their life. 
There's a third weekend scheduled coming up in Q1 of 2024, February 24th and 25th, I believe. Now, the work I do is primarily an advanced and very intentional form of forgiveness. It is learnable. And it is freeing, in my opinion. Love to see you out of class one day. And lastly, there's going to be a season two of The Intentional Soul, probably dropping in Q2 of 2024. Season two, I'm excited to announce, is going to be focusing on two of my favorite themes, faith and forgiveness. And thank you to the incredible team over at Market Domination, Martise McCree, you get me, Bruce Chorus. I know it was me who sent you into retirement, and I love you. Thank you for hanging with me. And Seth Green, you didn't have to do what you did, and I'm very appreciative of your commitment to me in the process that you had zero idea I was going through when you signed me on. Lastly, thank you to the most incredible, supportive, and accommodating, incredible partner anyone could ask for, my wife, Kelly. Your devotion to me and letting me come through these last almost two years is heroic. And I appreciate the faith and trust. And I love you. See you guys next season. All right, this has been another episode of the Intentional Soul Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember to leave a five-star review if you found this content of value. And as always, I'm your host, Tom Ross, Master Practitioner of the Advanced Rapid Enlightenment Process and Rapid Enlightenment Process developed by Matthew Ferry. You can reach me at Tom at TomRossTalks.com and the website to engage and be a part of any classes, trainings, or sessions I have going on is www.TomRossTalks.com. Until next time, peace.